Hi everyone, I'm your host Pietro Ferracini and you're listening to The Italianpreneur. My show is all about learning from mistakes and on it you'll hear a 20-minute interview with a young entrepreneur and you should listen if you're incredibly busy but still eager to learn. Please welcome Anna Rita Rivas. She's an Italian female entrepreneur who managed to transform her shoe business into much more. So tell me a little bit how you managed to grow a community of more than 10,000 followers on Instagram. What was your your path to reaching this incredible uh, following on social media? I was very desperate at the time because I began just after the pandemic hit. So um, I had my business at at its very, very low point and I didn't know how to get out of that situation so I thought I could present myself in my business uh, on the social and I select Instagram there, there are many uh, Facebook or YouTube or and I chose Instagram yes. but I was so ashamed I was so ashamed of what I was doing because I am 50 and I have never been social in my life I am a kind of a, you know um loud introvert person so i am a deep thinker but i don't like to appear i don't like to be social and so at that time so let we talk about one and a half year ago i was ashamed and i was feeling a sort of failure um in my business because i couldn't stand and face the covid situation so um keeping in mind i was ashamed and didn't know how to move around i chose um a meme and so a kind of alter ego and i named myself uh, uh, la scarpolina scalza which means a kind of um, you know a person living and living bare feet mm-hmm. and selling shoes you know so relating to my business but and at the very beginning i didn't show up so i just um i just wrote posts and made my feet growing up with posts uh, about myself, basically, mm-hmm. and the job and the business I was trying to save. And little by little, uh, people started to follow me. So I still didn't know why, but it happened. And little by little, this community uh, started to grow. And so um, I decided to go deep into the study of the social uh, marketing on Instagram and learned how to publish stories, how to make live, how to be present uh, with these media. And it worked because at the beginning, I just presented my job, but I didn't want to sell because I didn't know how to do it. So I didn't add the, I didn't have a website. I only had the posts and the stories I published every day. And one day, exceptionally, uh, one person asked me to buy what I was telling about. And from there, it all started. And all right. here we are. Well, beautiful. And thanks for sharing this. So it seems to me My that... Pleasure. <laughs> it seems to me that one of the reasons why... Uh, you managed to have this great following on social media. Is it because 
you told your story. So you started very simply by talking about yourself, what you were doing, the struggle you were going through. So people uh, actually saw the, the reality of your business, the reality of what was going on, and really uh, felt that. They, they shared the same feelings that you were having in this difficult moment and the pandemic. And, and wanted to generally help out and believed in you. So I believe this was definitely part of uh, your early success. But one, one, one thing that, uh, that, com that comes out is the, the fact that you studied social media. So can you tell me a little bit about that process? How do you master this art of social media? Oh, well, it, it is a journey. Let's say it's a, it, it, it is a journey and it is a journey driven, driven by passion. So. I always, um, I've always been passionate about photography and that's why I chose uh, Instagram because at the very beginning it was a, a visual social uh, platform. So I started with photography and I decided to publish uh, much more accomplished photos, let's say. So I love to make pictures, to edit pictures and I um, started to follow courses, um, e-courses, e-courses on the on the web. So it was uh, last Black Friday. I bought some, I think, thirty-seven course uh, through the Domestica or, org. I don't know if, you, uh, if you, I, I don't know or, or the audience. Saying. Okay, it's a big platform selling uh, online courses. Yes, and they were making a lot of offers. And I bought 37 courses. 37, uh, that's crazy. 37. <laughs> and I think I, I spent less than $100. Okay. So it was a big bargain. And uh, I, I learned a lot about uh, editing, um, making batch, batching photos, mm -hmm. uh, making live, making, you know, um, uh, writing, so storytelling. And yeah. I learned how to make videos how to make uh, effect and videos effect and uh, it oh, was yeah. a long long study and it all started with a kind of um, bargain i got on the internet uh, thanks on to the black, black friday, friday which Crazy. i ate you know marketing <laughs> speaking i ate the black friday but i used it i used it to boost my my business so um, my sure. journey is basically a studying journey. So I've never stopped studying in my business and in my life. So that's why Absolutely. I learned and I am still learning uh, lots of things. That is beautiful. So ne never kill the little student inside you, right? Just keep, yeah, keep never learning. kill the, and yes, and never kill the kids to you because you learn when you are a kid so it's a very you know fresh mindset you have to keep and never let go so that's the only i think key to never stop learning so yeah. always being curious curious and kid kid have like a, kid, a kid like a mentality yeah ask a lot of questions yes. and just be interested about everything yes. yeah I, I share that belief with you absolutely so you literally yes. invested in yourself you well, had a great bargain on some uh, online courses, but you decided to just learn, take the time. COVID helped because you you were you know stuck at home, so nothing much to do besides learning. Yes. So that was a great time for reinventing yourself, and it seems like that you managed 
very, very well. But let me ask you this question. So how do you think that the COVID-19 actually uh, the pandemic impacted the level of digitalization of your customers? Uh, yes, for sure. So one of the aspects that make uh, my business before COVID, before the pandemic uh, fail was the inability. So my customers were not social, were not uh, high tech customers. Mm -hmm. because can you, can you I remind address. Exactly. Yes. Remind us uh, who, who, who was your target customer before and what it is my, now? <laughs> my audience is um, a woman aged from uh, 60, 70 plus. So let's say kind of uh, senior senior population, female senior population. So that kind of population that has not much to do with iTech. So mm -hmm. let's say our moms, our grandmas, and they yeah. are not so much used to deal with uh, social media or with iTech, not even with online shopping. So yeah. when the pandemic hits, I really lose my customers because Unfortunately, they were those most it. So they were dying, they were ill, they were stuck at home. Mm -hmm. And I had no plan B. That's one of my biggest failure. Uh, I had no plan B. And I have learned that you cannot be a flamingo business talking. You can't be a flamingo just staying on your own, on one leg. I was like a beautiful flamingo. You know, I just stayed on one leg. And now I am a caterpillar. So I just move with maybe dozens of legs. So that's why I failed so abruptly. And I decided to, you know, turn the, turn the coin exactly. and to watch the, at the other side of the coin. But okay. my, my population was not so, you know, used to high tech. After the pandemic hits, after the, I think, the, the first six to nine months, um, also these people uh, started using more the social, more the direct messaging applications. And I used this knowledge to enter their homes with uh, cell phones. So mm -hmm. I started selling through messaging and with the uh, direct messaging applications and little by little i made my store so my physical my uh, off offline store selling through the cell phones while on inline i was using the social so yeah I started making business without having a website and without having a e-commerce. Yeah, so this is a, a little uh, sort of booster for the people out there that want to start their own company or they want to start selling. That uh, is not necessarily the most important step and the first one either to go ahead and build a beautiful website to start selling because that will come with time and you will find it necessary at some point. But the first thing yes. you need to do is to, to build a relationship with the people and help yes, exactly. them to solve the problem. So you, yes. you, you, you mentioned all over the place on your Instagram or your website that, that you help people to find the right shoes for their feet, that if they have problems, yes. you can find a, what is, or can help them to, to feel more comfortable in their shoes. 
And I think it is yes. this genuine uh, uh, research for a solution to this problem that really gets your customer going and, and they trust you in this. So yes. I think there is also an element of trust in all of this, that during the pandemic, you're reaching out, people were contacting you and you were offering help for their problems however it was possible. And can you yes. tell us a little bit how uh, you managed to sell, to sell shoes online uh, without actually having <laughs> the touch with the customers? Because I know you had an interesting strategy then. <laughs> yes, I, I used the phones like um, virtual um, consultancy. So I asked people to um, make videos uh, of their feet and so using their videos, so we were making live, uh, Instagram lives, private Instagram lives to, um, see this fit and to help them choosing the right, the right shoes for their feet. So, uh, people were sending me pictures or videos and I was, uh, looking at these videos and picking up the shoes, the right shoes for their feet. So we have a very um, interesting measurement system which helps us to um, convert size uh, to different, um, there are different options you can choose mm -hmm. between. And so I developed a written system to convert the size and the different um, wide feet or narrow feet or comfort yeah. feet for shoes. And I just have um return which is less than one percent of all the cells i'm doing oh really so, okay, so i i pretty much yeah yes yeah, zero yeah. pretty much zero okay. pretty much zero returns which is which means uh, um reducing the uh the costs yeah absolutely. it's one of one of the biggest costs on the e-commerce is the return fees yeah, the items that are returned and uh, you got to pay for, for that. But so also this measurement system, did you build it uh, in this new renovation of your business or was something that you had before? Um, I found, I found something on the internet and there was a person, I don't remember where, using a paper, um, a paper, an A4 paper mm -hmm. as a standard to compare with one with one foot um, and, uh, uh, beside the other. So the two feet and the paper in between. And using this as a reference, the iPhone can measure exactly um, the length of your foot. It's wow. unbelievable, but it, it, okay. it is, yeah, it's a kind of augmented, augmented reality. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Character option for function, yes, the iPhone yeah. has. I, yes, I think maybe also Android, but I don't have an Android, so I don't, I don't know. Uh -huh. I know the iPhone that does it, and it works pretty well. So with very, very um, margin of error, very, very low margin of error. Okay, that's fantastic. Look at this. Like you're, you're teaching me, which I'm barely young and like was born with technology how to use uh, augmented reality to, to, so to, to you, support I your business when you, use the, <laughs> when you use the iPhone you can measure you have the function that allows mm -hmm. you to measure maybe a wall on a yeah. house yeah 
Absolutely. Okay, pointing, okay, pointing to different, you know, references. Uh -huh. And the same applies to the feet if you use it to the feet. With an A4 paper. Wow, genius. Uh, absolutely genius, uh, Anarita. This, yes. uh, this is crazy. But look, the, in the last few minutes, why don't you tell uh, what was your dif most difficult uh, problem that you had to solve uh, during your career? And what did you learn from it? And at the end, I want to ask you, what, what is the one advice that you have for someone that is starting their own business today? Hmm. I started with the, with the advice. So um, the person you, are, you align yourself with can, be, uh, can really lift you up or drag you down. So my first advice is to choose very carefully the persons you are working or you are living with because the balance can really lift you up or drag you down. So very first advice, this. Uh, second advice, you have to have clarity around your goal. It may be one or many, more than one, but you have to have clarity around your goals. My biggest mistake, so my biggest uh, failure and so was not to have a plan B. So I was really living on what I earned and what I learned on my previous experience. And I was so, you know, how can, how can you naive. say? Um, uh, I didn't, not naive, but I didn't care things could change. Okay. You know, yeah. I was, okay, yeah. I, I was so, um, you know, relaxed in a way. Yeah. I was relaxed and lazy, maybe. Business talking, I was lazy. So I didn't think things could change. Mm -hmm. And in such an unexpected and sudden way, I was not prepared. No one is prepared, but I was less than prepared. So. <laughs> I see, I see. And um, so you also, you always have to have a plan B when you do whatever what, what you think to do. And uh, often we have a kind of unhealthy relationship with our mistakes because we think that when we were kids, our parents, for instance, um, how can you say, um, people may have fun of you when you make mistakes, mm -hmm. people may have fun of you, or you yes. can be punished by your parents. So we tend to have an unhealthy relationship with um, fail, failure and failing. Uh -huh. but, but failing is the other side of success. So you have to fail to gain success because if you learn from your errors that's the best school you can go to absolutely absolutely Lo love that it's it's one of the principles uh, which i base my podcast the fact of learning from your mistakes <laughs> analyzing them because you know we all make a lot of mistakes but not not many of us actually take the time to look back and understand why it went that way and what what can you do different next time so you're telling people choose uh, the right companion in your life and the right business partners that can lift you in, in difficult times and support you when you need it. And also that you need, a, um, what do you say again? Um, 
a clear goal and 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 something to look forward to that can uh, give you energy and uh, and you can sort of a vision towards that really yeah. nice really nice so why don't you, you tell don't us have to... yeah i said i was saying you don't have to fight two battles so yeah. you just have to have the time and the energy to be focused on your journey so you Absolutely. that's why having a very the, the right person at your side is so important and why don't you tell us quickly in the last two minutes the biggest mistake you have done and what you've learned from it the biggest mistake um the biggest mistake allora <laughs> basically basically you um business talking you tend to make mistakes and i did is that my biggest mistake when you misplace things when you i was not um well let's say um i just keep things goes on randomly Mm-hmm. and you don't and i didn't have the control over all things because they were too many yeah so you have to be very selective and focus only on what matters one things at a time um we tend to believe we can be multipotential <laughs> potential it's not true no multitasking it's not true. yeah no multitasking and uh, you can make several things at one time but you don't do them all the, wow. all um, in the right way so yeah. you have to be very selective and very focused and my biggest mistake um, was made while i was you know doing um, i many many too many things so i didn't listen to the many voices tell me to speed down Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I just, it was, I was like a very fast car driving at a very, yes. you know, high speed, high speed and, and I just take the wall right at the front Jesus. because I didn't see there was a wall. I was just looking around 360 degrees. And at that time I didn't see, I had the biggest obstacle just in front of me mm-hmm. and I took it right on the, right on my front. Oh, wow. So. My forehead, oh. not my forehead. <laughs> so, um, when you misplace okay. things, you make mistakes. All right. Well, Anarita, thank you very much for this uh, little inspirational talk. Uh, I'm sure that our listeners are going to be happy to hear a success story, especially that was originated from uh, from, from a difficult time, which brought you joy and brought you opportunity to discover yourself and reinvent yourself yeah. even yeah. at an older age where a lot of people <laughs> just give up older age uh, when you're just halfway through right it's not at all but yeah it, it, some people just give up they're just like okay it's 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 enough i did my my part whatever happens happens no you took the the like the horn of, of the animal and you just went with the flow you just took it and 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 yeah. right in the right direction it's a journey so it never stops it's a journey so so take care pietro and thanks for hanging out with me and hope to see anybody of you listening out there somewhere else in the world so exactly so you 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 can follow narita in our social media that i've linked in this episode 
and uh, and make sure to 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 keep listening to more inspirational thoughts. Thank you, Bye. Pietro. <laughs>